Hey tribe, we are at day nine. Oh my God, we are one day away from two whole weeks of no social media. And what a blessing it is. I know that we all have been experiencing at different levels in different areas of our lives, our mountains, our valleys, our peaks, our flows. But I also know that it is so worth it. It is so rewarding and that God is honoring every day that we press in a little bit more, press in a little bit harder. So I am excited for us to go into day nine's daily devotional of the 21 day social media fast challenge. I am so proud of you all. Let's jump in. Hey Tribe, welcome to day nine of the 21 day social media fast challenge. Today's title is a bit difficult to pronounce, but these two words are very important to our daily meditation and study. At the end of the story, I will spell out the Hebrew names so that you can dig deeper into their meaning, their root words, and how we can apply them to our lives today. The title of this story is Shayim and the Artis. He held me out in the darkness of the night to a sandy expanse. There we lay down and gazed up into the star-filled skies. It's so vast, said the teacher, without turning from his upward gaze. The sky, I answered. I would think it is. In Hebrew, the word for heaven is shayim. The word for earth is aretiz. When you hear a Hebrew word that ends with I'm, it's a sign that the word is plural. So what does this tell you? The word for heaven is plural, but the word for earth is not. Correct. Shayim, heaven, is plural, but Aretiz, earth, is not. And it's not just the words. It's the words and what they represent, which is that which is earthly is singular that which belongs to the physical realm is finite. Everything that is physical is limited. That's why no matter how much of the earthly realm you get, no matter how many earthly possessions you possess, it can never fill you or bring you completion. Because they're limited, I said. Because they're finite. And so a life focused on physical, is a life filled with limitations. But if you empty your heart of physical things, then you empty yourself of limitations. So the things of earth are finite, he said, but the things of heaven are infinite. The physical is limited, but the spiritual is unlimited. Only that which is spiritual, the finite, can fill the heart. But how does one get away from living in the earthly realm? One doesn't, said the teacher. You can't escape living in the earthly realm, but you don't have to live in the earthly realm. You must deal with earthly things, but you don't have to fill your heart with them. Set your heart on that which is heavenly. Fill up your heart with that which is spiritual. For heaven is Shaim, and Shaim has no limitations. And therefore, a heart filled up with that which is spiritual and that which is heavenly 
becomes unlimited. Wow, what a great story. It really helps you to put the way that we see and the way that we process things and our emotions into perspective, to really look at God from a heavenly perspective. And the Word of God says that we are seated in heavenly places next to Christ Jesus. And the Word of God also tells us that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. And if what would it look like if we could just put our gaze on heavenly things and really ask Holy Spirit every day to give us a a divine perspective for the things that we would encounter, for the decisions that we would have to make, and for the actions that we would have to carry out, that they would be divine, that they would be wisdom filled, and that they would not be consumed with all that is carnal. Man, what would that look like for us as a people, as a generation, um, as a body of Christ? Um, Just excites me about all of the things that I'm building for the kingdom of God in this year of 2020. I'm so excited about the Spiritual Growth Academy that I'm not announcing to the general public. Um, And I'm just really excited for all of the things that it's going to provide to help us shift from such a carnal space to a spiritual space. But more important than that, to help us really hear from God, to help us really develop those spiritual aspects of ourselves that we desire to know, the whys that we desire to know, the eluding what's my purpose that we desire to know. I'm so grateful to God that I know my purpose. I'm so grateful to God that I know his voice. I'm so grateful to God that I get revelation regularly. And it's only through an intimate relationship with Holy Spirit. And I'm so happy that I'm able to teach those practical steps in ascertaining what that looks like. So the title and the spelling of the two words for the Shahayim is S-H-A-M-A-Y-I-M. And the Artiz is A-R-E-T-Z. The mission for today states, what are your possessions? Today, let go. Free up your heart of its earthly possessions and fill it up with the spiritual and the heavenly. Our study scriptures are Isaiah 55 and 9. Love Isaiah. Philippians 4, verse 8 through 9. And our meditation or or things to ponder on or ask Holy Spirit to bring more understanding and revelation is the Hebrew mysteries. I'm studying on the seasons of God. I'm studying on the seasons of life because one thing that God has been dealing with me at the close of last year, and what, which I knew was a close of a season going into a new season, is that he wanted me to teach his people how to seek him out based on the seasons of their lives. Because he said, if my people would know what season they're in, would identify what season it was, what comes with that season and what they can expect, then they could clear their minds to to seek me on the things that they would need to learn to make it through that season and not necessarily get to get through it, but that we walk through seasons effectively, understanding more of what we're experiencing and what we're supposed to take from that. And then at the end of the seasons, what we are to be doing to prepare for the next season. Ecclesiastics 3, 1 through 8 really explains to us the different seasons of life. And there's 14, 
what would it look like if we knew all 14 seasons that we would walk in? What similarities they held? What things that we could expect to experience from God? Um, and what things that we could expect to experience from the enemy? I just love the fact that um, we have access to such wisdom and knowledge. And so I said all that to say this, when you think of the Hebrew mysteries, one thing that I'm learning about, learn about the seasons, life seasons, godly seasons, the way God sees seasons versus the way that we see them in natural. In the natural, we see summer, spring, fall. Um, in the spirit, it's completely different and it's paid completely different. So how do we break that down practically? Well, we begin to think in the Hebrewic mindset and not the Western mindset. See, Hebrews believe that life is a continuation of things that were past and that we're just carrying on into those things that had already taken place. In the Western mind, it's more of a cause and effect. We feel like things start over um, if we get something right or things get pushed back if we get something wrong. If we put out a positive, then we grow and we move a little bit further. If we put out a negative, then we get pushed back and have to start all over. But in the Hebrewic, they understand the grace and mercy of God and that God never takes us back, but we just continue on. If we fall, we ask for forgiveness, we repent, and we're in right standing with him and we continue on. If we're blessed and we and we get it right, we continue on. Nonetheless, there isn't this this give and take or this um, minus versus positive effect. So to think of the Hebrew mysteries is to think of the mindset and the timing and the heart of God. I just love that. I'm sorry if I was long-winded on that, but I thought that that was very important to um, try to break down. And I'm really excited as part of the Spiritual Growth Academy that they are going to be the first to have access to the uh, season challenge of how to identify what season you're in what that season looks like, what you might be experiencing in that season, and then practical tools to walk through that season with a perspective of what am I to gain and learn. Even if that season's a valley, maybe it's winter, it's cold, it's wet, it's dreary, it's a, it's a bit uncomfortable, um, but nonetheless, it's necessary because it, it nourishes, it waters, it provides for the summer season. And so I'm really excited for what that is going to expound on in the lives of God's people and to really be able to go after him with a different perspective, a different mindset, and a different way of approaching life's challenges. I love you all. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Bye now. Bye.